Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, toys, and more, passing on the faith through proven play-based learning. Catholic Mom Designed, Catholic Kid Approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more and check out all our new goodies. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Patrick, whose feast is celebrated on March 17th. St. Patrick is probably one of the most famous saints and is credited with the conversion of Ireland to Christianity. The exact dates of his life aren't certain, but his ministry in Ireland happened during the second half of the fifth century. St. Patrick was born in Roman Britain, but at the age of 16 was kidnapped by Irish pirates and taken to Ireland where he worked as a slave for six years. It was during this time that St. Patrick's faith blossomed. He prayed every day and cultivated his relationship with God. Later in life, when he returned to Ireland as a missionary, St. Patrick was a force to be reckoned with. In fact, there are so many legends and miracle stories about St. Patrick, they could fill a book. We also have an earlier podcast about St. Patrick with the story of his escape from slavery. St. Patrick is the patron saint of Ireland. Now it's time for our story. The wicked King Langhair sat alone in his throne room, fuming with anger. He didn't care that his queen had been convinced by St. Patrick that his God was real. He had been humiliated and wanted revenge. It was true that in a moment of fear, He had knelt down before Patrick and agreed to keep peace. But the more he thought about it, the more the bitterness crept up within him. Why should he keep peace with some foreigner that had come to teach his own brand of religion? He was the king. He didn't need to listen to anyone, not Patrick, and not Patrick's God. He stroked his beard and smiled wickedly. He may not have been able to defeat Patrick in battle, but it didn't matter. Patrick was on his way to his death right then, and he didn't even know it. Not too far away, Patrick and his companions were packing up their camp, preparing to go to the castle of King Langhair. The day before, after admitting defeat, the king had invited Patrick and his friends to his castle. He had told him that he wanted him to come and teach him all his Christian ways, so that the king could become a worthy disciple. One of Patrick's companions, a boy named Beningus, looked nervous. Patrick, he said anxiously, I have a bad feeling about this. I know the king said he wanted to join us, uh, but, well, he didn't look very sincere. The boy's voice trailed off. Patrick looked down on him and smiled. You know, I agree with you, he began, and the boy looked surprised. But, Patrick continued, it doesn't matter. God has given me a mission, and so God will take care of us. And with that, Patrick slung his bag over his shoulder and called to the group, All right, let's say a prayer, and off we go. So the group of ten began down the straight road to Tio Maria, where the king lived. Well, little did they know that along the road the king had set a series of traps with murderous men waiting in the shadows to kill Patrick and his companions. They were given strict orders that as soon as they saw them, they were to ambush them. But as the day went on, from morning to afternoon, they saw no people pass on the road to Tio Maria. What's going on? One of the murderous servants said to the other. Is that Patrick man not coming like he said? The king is going to be furious if we don't kill him. I don't 
No, the other whispered back. Wait, wait, I see something coming down the path now. They pulled out their knives and crouched lower into the bushes, waiting to pounce. But instead of St. Patrick and his companions, they saw ten deer pass by, walking down the path. Oh, it's just some deer, the first man said. But strange deer, aren't they? Look how they're walking all along the path. <laughs> Almost like they think they're people, the other man laughed. But that's because they were people. It was St. Patrick and his friends. God worked a miracle. Any evil people that saw Patrick and his friends that day didn't see them at all. Instead, they saw ten deer. Well, when Patrick arrived at the castle, the king was so shocked that he didn't know what to do. Flustered, he welcomed them in, pretending like nothing was wrong, and invited them to dinner. But still, he persisted in his wicked ways and was determined to kill Patrick. So he called for his servant and gave him orders to poison St. Patrick's drink at dinner. The evil man took the poison and mixed it with the wine and very sweetly took it to St. Patrick. Here you go, he said smiling, a toast to you, and took a sip from his own cup, gesturing for Patrick to do the same. Ah, thank you, said Patrick, but let's be sure to bless it first. And with that, he made the sign of the cross over the cup. Much to the shock of the king and his servants, the wine froze solid, leaving a little pool of liquid poison on the top. Oh, look at that, Patrick said, and poured the poison out onto the table. He then looked straight at the king, made the sign of the cross over the cup again, and proceeded to drink the now liquid wine. The king was flabbergasted. How could this man keep being saved? It just wasn't possible. But it was possible because God was on his side. Patrick went on to confound, confuse, and convert many more people throughout Ireland, performing many miracles in the name of Jesus. The stories of St. Patrick remind us that God is full of surprises and life with him is a wonderful adventure. St. Patrick, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time.